Another day, another quickie on the Nux Misconduct Network. I'm Trevor Beggs. You're listening to the quickie, one of four shows on our network. Power of the Towel with Nick Bondi out today. He talked to Sadiar Shah. Great chat, great interview. Tough questions. Go listen to it. Sipping on a 40 will be coming up after the game tonight between the Canucks and Boston. Always a great matchup. And surprisingly enough, the Canucks will be facing one of the highest paid goalies in the league who's actually performing well. And it's kind of what I want to get to today on the quickie. Now, I talked about it yesterday, obviously. We just had the Super Bowl. And Damian Williams, the running back for the Kansas City Chiefs, arguably was the MVP of that game. Now, he's kind of unheralded among running backs. And that tends to be the, the way the league is going in the NFL. Running backs... They're having a hard time making the money, getting the big paychecks. And even when some of them do get the big paychecks, they drop off. Le'Veon Bell, just one example. Now the funny thing is, if you look at goaltenders in the NHL, they're following a similar trajectory. A lot of the main goalies in hockey this season have been absolutely awful. Now I mentioned a guy like Tuka Rask, He's the fifth highest paid goaltender in the NHL with a 9-2-7 save percentage. One of the only goaltenders making the money who's actually been good this year. Just take a look at this list of the highest paid goalies in hockey. For reference, the average save percentage in the NHL this year is 9-0-9. Almost all the top guys are maybe average or just below it. You have Carey Price, 9-11. Bobrovsky 898, Lundqvist an 897, Fleury a 908, John Gibson a 904, Hellebuck actually been pretty good at a 918. You have Holpe at an 896, Crawford at a 912, Corey Schneider in the minors, Jonathan Quick 895, Martin Jones 889. Those are your top 12 highest paid goalies in the NHL. Two of them have been good between Rask and Hellebuck. Crawford and Price have been average, and eight other ones have been terrible. Now, goaltending is such a fickle market in the NHL, and as a Canucks fan, you obviously wonder, how is this going to affect the Jacob Markstrom negotiations? Can this guy actually cash in, make the big money, get the term, when goaltenders in the NHL are becoming harder and harder to predict? You look at Robin Lehner last season. A Vezina finalist sends a one-year, $5 million deal with the Blackhawks. Now, I, do, I, I really can't help but wonder what Jacob Markstrom is actually going to fetch on the market. You hear numbers like it's starting off at $6 bucks. That's got to be ground zero for Markstrom. Now, if you're the Canucks, I think you do want to go short-term on Markstrom, signing him to a four- or five-year deal could be an albatross. And as great as Markstrom has been, do you really need this guy signed long-term, lots of dollars, lots of years, when you got a guy like Demko in waiting? And Demko has looked very good this season. But again, can Jim Benning get Markstrom to a somewhat team-friendly contract? 
Many of us don't have faith in Benning signing contracts. He's proven that time and time again that's not his forte. But the goalie market is becoming more and more fragile. It's getting harder and harder for these guys to cash in. Let's just face it. Goalies are the running backs of the NHL. It's going to be hard to make those dollars. Hopefully that plays in the Canucks' favor when it comes to the Markstrom negotiations. We'll see. Because, man, the goalies making money are not doing Markstrom any favors right now. I'm Trevor Bakes. This is The Quickie. Go do yourself a favor. Go subscribe to the Nux Misconduct Podcast Network. Four shows, as I mentioned. Boom, bam. Go swipe it. Go tap it. I'm out of here. Talk to you later.